Cue up the DJ Khaled because I got the keys when it comes to what the Gophers need to do versus Illinois this weekend. We've got key matchups, key points to win, and key players that we need to step up this weekend to beat the Illinois Fighting Illini today on Locked On Golden Gophers. You are Locked On Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here. We're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Rob, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you. That's right, you. Each and every day of the week, week Monday through Friday. Be sure to follow wherever you get your podcasts at Locked On Golden Gophers. Be sure to check out the Twitter account at LO Golden Gophers. My Twitter account is at 4KaneRobVideo. That's 4, like the number 4 Kane Rob Video. And be sure to subscribe on YouTube. We have a contest, a drawing going on right now. Once we hit 500 subscribers, we are going to be giving away a free Dinky Town Athletes t-shirt of your choice. Whoever is drawn as the winner, all you have to do is head on over to YouTube and hit subscribe. And then drop in the comments down below what you are looking forward to when it comes to the Gophers versus Illinois game this weekend. But wait no further. Let's talk about the keys. And of course, we got to kick it off with the odds, with the lines. The Gophers are currently the favorites on the road at Illinois. The spread is minus six and a half points. It started out as minus three and a half and it has moved its way on up to six and a half in favor of the Gophers. That is nearly a full touchdown. That means If you pick Minnesota to cover the spread, they not only have to win, but they have to win by a touchdown or more in order for you to cover. That number can move either direction, barring more information as we learn more about the potential injuries that Illinois suffered this past weekend. Now, on top of that, the total score line has moved from 39 points to 38 points when it comes to both teams' combined scores so it is a super low line when it comes to score but it could be a scrappy defensive game like we saw with Illinois versus Iowa now the things that stand out the most and that are currently the most impressive by this Gophers team is on defense I've been stressing that each and every week I've been stressing that since fall camp I've been telling you this defense is fast it is special and it is one of the best in the nation They continue to hold that up, even losing to Purdue last week. The defense came to play. They had a couple missed tackles or tackling issues in the first drive and at the end of the game. We've already discussed that, and we are moving on. We're moving on past that. But even with those flaws in the last game, the Gophers are sixth in the entire nation in rushing yards allowed. In Illinois, our opponent is fifth. Two top 10 teams when it comes to rushing yards per game. It's going to be a scrap heap, folks, especially when you also have two of the best running backs in the entire conference and very well the entire country in this game. It is going to be gritty Big Ten 
football. Now, the Gophers are also second in the entire nation when it comes to passing yards per game allowed. They're second in touchdowns allowed, only behind Illinois. That's right. Illinois' defense is right up there with the Gophers when it comes to a lot of these statistics. Now, the Gophers are first in total defense. Illinois is right behind them. We are second in scoring defense, and the only team we're behind is Illinois. Do you see the trend? Do you see the theme that is building here? These two defenses are some of the best in the conference and in the entire country. Now, where it's going to be big is on third downs. The Gophers are still first in the country when it comes to third down conversion percentage and when it comes to stopping third down conversions on defense. So that's been a a strong asset for the Gophers. It continued to be one on the defensive end this last game, but it was a struggle on offense. We can't let those struggles continue, but let's talk about the matchups. Let's talk about the key matchups in this game. The first matchup I want to talk about is Jerzon Newton and Isaac D'Arcangelo. That is a defensive lineman and a linebacker for the Illinois Fighting Illini versus Mo Ibrahim. That is the first matchup I want to talk about. These two had a over had a run grade, a run, a rush defense grade. Let me clarify: a rush defense grade on PFF of 85 versus a very capable, a very talented back in Braylon Allen of the Wisconsin Badgers. They played really well in the run game, and they did it again. At least Darcangelo did with an 83 grade versus Iowa. Now, Newton had a 70, which isn't as spectacular as what we saw from Darcangelo in both games, but both hold their own in the run game. Mo is facing a very stout defense, probably the best run defense he has played against in this season, especially since he did not play against Purdue. So, stout defense a rock-solid front seven, and we saw Mo's success and contributions. We saw that last week that it is very necessary for our success, and we're going to need it again this weekend. So that is key matchup number one. Key matchup number two is our linebackers, the Gophers linebackers, which include Mariano Sorimarin, which includes Braylon Oliver, which includes Donald Willis, which includes Cody Lindenberg, whoever is getting those snaps at linebacker versus Chase Brown. So Chase Brown, one of the best running backs in the Big Ten as well. Uh, He is now the number one running back when it comes to yards after contact. Now, part of that is because Mo missed a game. Mo was currently leading that stat. But Chase Brown is still a monster, is still an animal, and still a great running back. Now, especially with the Illini's injuries, this game is going to be a slugfest. Capable, I mean, capable of... Real low scoring, capable of lots of ground and pound, lots of efficient defense. It's going to be Big Ten football at its finest. So lots of running and possibly low scoring. Now you can see Vegas feels the same way about this game as well with the minuscule scoring line of 38 total points. 38 total points. 38 points is what the Gophers scored in the first game. They nearly doubled it in the second game. They had uh, over 38 points again in the third game. Nearly put up 38 points in the fourth game versus Michigan State. You see what I'm saying. 38 points combined 
is the scoring over under the Vegas line. That should tell you that they think this is going to be a very defensive, very time of possession matters type of game. So the impressive part about this Gophers defense has been the run defense is pretty stout across the board. It's not just one unit. It's not just the D-line interior. It's not just the linebackers. It's not just the safeties. They're all able to get it done. Even some blitzes from the nickel corner, some corner blitzes, were able to get in the backfield and create chaos. So it's going to be nice. But that being said, it starts with tackling and it starts at the linebacker position, which is why this is the key Matchup number two, the tackling at the linebacker's position will be a driving force here to ensuring that Chase doesn't get into the secondary and tertiary levels of the defense. So the linebackers are going to be very key in this matchup against Chase Brown. The final and third key matchup I want to talk about is Brevin Spanford versus their safety and linebacker. Now, Illinois ranks versus tight ends according to fan tracks as the 70th when it comes to tight end opportunities against them. So it's right about right smack dab in the middle when it comes to all of the FBS level. So it leaves some leeway, some opportunity for Brevin Spanford to try and take advantage of. We know he's a mismatch. We know he's a weapon. And we know we haven't been getting him involved enough. So this could be the weekend. This could be a matchup that plays or hinges on who comes out successful, who comes out with a dub, who comes out happy. So those are the three key matchups that we're going to talk about. Now, next, we're going to talk about the three key focus points to help the Gophers win this game, what they will need to do in order to walk out of Champaign-Urbana with a victory. That is what is coming up next. But first, we have to talk about our friends over at Upside. If you haven't downloaded the Upside app yet, what are you doing? Why? You know... From cringing at the gas pump to getting an eye-popping check at a restaurant that you were just trying to go out and have a good night with your partner. Or you were trying to go and spend a good time with friends, but inflation is hitting us everywhere and it's hitting us where it hurts. And it really hurts, folks. It does. You know, so that's why I started using Upside and you should as well. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. So be sure to, if you're going to Applebee's on the late night apps menu, or if you're going to a fine restaurant, it's the anniversary and you gotta take that special someone out be sure to use the Upside app. All you have to do is get started by downloading the Upside, Upside app, use promo code LOCKED, and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. So you claim the offer on whatever you're buying on Upside, you check in at the business, you pay as usual with your credit or debit card, and you get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards, or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with the Upside app. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the app store. So again, download free today using the Upside app, download it for free, and use promo code LOCKED 
for $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using the promo code LOCKED. All right, so we're jumping into the three keys for victory when it comes to the Gophers and trying to get a victory in Champaign-Urbana. But first, thank you for making Locked On Golden Gophers your first listen when it comes to daily Gophers sports. This week, I will be attending the Big Ten Media Days for the conference when it comes to basketball, both men's and women's. I will be attending that and will be giving you the latest and greatest and what we hear from the coaches and players that will be attending, especially from the Minnesota Gophers program. So be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of those videos. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at 4KaneRobVideo. You can see it on YouTube if you need a visual, but that way you're seeing the latest and greatest when it comes to those Big Ten media days. Now let's get back to the focus, back to football, where we're talking about the three keys that the Gophers need to follow in order to walk out of Champaign-Urbana with a victory. And the first one is putting on a tackling clinic. I mean teach tape. I mean letter of the law, how you do it. No no miscues, no errors, no slip-ups, none of it, but having teach tape. Clinic type tackling. That is what the Gophers need. Chase Brown is the Big Ten leader in yards after contact. Again, I say this because it's Mo was there. He missed a game. Chase took over. Both of them are lethal in that area, but that tells you something. That tells you that this defense is not its not going to be caught by surprise. In fact, it is probably the most prepared when it comes to tackling clean, when it comes to playing against a running back that has that ability because they're always practicing against a guy like Mo each and every day since January for most of these guys on this roster, some even more. So we need to prove last week's couple of slip-ups, couple of brief lapses were nothing more than a fluke, and that starts with point number one of putting on a tackling clinic. Now point number two to getting a victory is forcing turnovers. We've talked about it. We've talked about how it's going to be a focus for the Gophers to be able to win the West. We've seen a lot of success for the Gophers in these Big Ten games. Six turnovers in two Big Ten games, and we need to keep that going. And it's not only a key in order for us to win the West when it comes to the rest of the season, but this week especially, it starts this week. Especially, it needs to be stressed if their quarterback, DeVito, is not playing. If they have the QB2 out there on the field, we have to capitalize. We have to cause chaos. We have to force turnovers and we have to get the ball back in the offense's hands to score. That is going to be a major key, especially if their starting quarterback is truly out. Now with the offense showing up even moderately this week, I think it should allow turnovers to be capitalized on in a larger margin towards a possible victory for the Gophers. So forcing turnovers, even one or two, is going to be big in Big Ten play, especially against another contender in the West Division in Illinois. Now the third and final point for the keys to victory is the offensive line has to right their wrongs and let Mo do Mo. 
Yes, it hurt not having Mo last week. Mo is one of the best backs after contact. He finds a way to get it done. He always falls forward. He gets extra yards. He's the spark when your offensive line is playing bad like they did in the Purdue game. But that Purdue game needs to be the exception. It needs to be the anomaly. It needs to be the fluke. This might be the most important point of the entire game, of the entire week. Up until now, our offensive line had been dominating in previous games. But one could argue they crumbled versus a true test. Now, I don't fully necessarily believe that's the case because I do believe Michigan State's defensive line was a strength of theirs. Now, yes, Jacob Jacob Slade did not play, but at the same time, they still had Windman on the field who has been one of the better defensive linemen in the entire country and he was basically neutralized out there on the field. The offensive line has been playing well and they need to do it again. They were missing uh they were missing I don't know. I don't know if it was communication, I don't know if it was effort, if it was being gassed. I don't know what it was, but it can't happen again. Now against another team that is debatably a top 10 defensive unit in the entire country, it's ample opportunity to show the world and your fans, go for a nation, that it was just one bad week and not something, a problem spot or something to be concerned about. Those are the three keys. It is putting on a tackling clinic, forcing turnovers this week, and the offensive line righting their wrongs and letting Mo. BMO when it comes to the rushing game. So as long as we focus on those three things, I think we can walk out with a dub and it might even be a comfortable dub as long as we hit all three of those. Now, if we only can come away with two of those, we can maybe still squeak out with a victory, but you need to clean up in those three areas. Now we're going to close this thing off with top players that we need to step up on the Gophers roster this week. But before we do that, We've got to talk about our friends over at Nissan. Our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across the Locked On College Network titled Thrilling Moments, where we highlight the most exciting play from the Gophers weekend game or throughout the history of our alma mater. And this week's thrilling moment from the Gophers is none other than the week three play with Mo Ibrahim where he tied the record for rushing touchdowns versus the Colorado Buffs. Now why is this the thrilling moment? Well it's because it was the best play so far when it exemplifies what it means with this coach, with this with this culture, and with this season. That was rowing the boat mantra at its best. Mo breaks through the middle of the field, gets explosion, and then all of a sudden he's met by one or two defenders and then three different Gophers teammates add to the pile and help a scrum in which they help push Mo in a 15 yard gain to the end zone to tie the record. Teamwork makes the dream work. They were all rowing as one unit and they got it done. That is the play of the year thus far for the Gophers as far as exemplifying what this team is, what this culture is, and who we can be. That is the thrilling moment for this week. Now this week's thrilling moment in college football, again, is brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup from Nissan are intended to empower drivers in vehicles as capable as the drivers themselves. When I think of unbelievable abilities on the field for this moment, 
Again, it has to be that Mo touchdown from week three, or week three, yes, week three, against the Colorado Buffs. Now, this has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. Pursue what thrills you on the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. All right, folks, we're going to wrap this thing up with the top players we need to step up this week to win in Illinois. The first player, I'm going to name two players on offense, two players on defense. The first player on offense has to be Quinn Carroll. It absolutely has to be. He had a terrible game against Purdue, just getting worked off the right end, getting obliterated, annihilated, pick an adjective, because that is what was happening to Quinn Carroll on the right tackle position. Now, he had a 65.6 run block grade, which is poor, and then he had a 57 pass block grade when it came to PFF, and that's just not going to cut it. That is not going to do it one bit, so Quinn Carroll, it's time to step up your game. There's been penalties, there's been missed blocks, there's been errors and spots throughout the year. Now, he has had flashes of brilliance, flashes especially in the run blocking game, but We've got to clean it up, man. We've got to clean it up. And through fall camp, I thought, personally, that Martez Lewis, I thought it was his job. I thought that he had seemingly outplayed Quinn Carroll in every open practice that was available to the media. And now's now's the time, Quinn. Now is the time to prove naysayers wrong and to show why you were chosen for the right tackle starting position show why you were offered at Notre Dame, why the Gophers wanted to bring you in. Now is the time against a top 10 defensive unit to show you are that guy. You are him. You are the right tackle. Now is the time. The second player on offense, of course, is Mohamed Ibrahim. He's the engine of this offense. We saw what it was like without him. And to be at our best, we need him. That's it. We need to be with him, and it's as simple as that. I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. You know it. I know it, and that's why we're moving past it. So Quinn Carroll and Muhammad Ibrahim are the two on offense. Now, defensively, I've picked three players, actually, this week, all for the same reason. So it's Kyler Baugh, Trill Carter, and Mariano Sorimarin, and it's all because of interior pressure and run stopping. They need to blow up blocking schemes. They need to fill running gaps. They need to take two offensive linemen on some plays in order to create a train wreck and blow up any rushing opportunities and really set the running back and the offensive blocking scheme backwards to really cause chaos, and we're going to need it with an elite running back in Chase Brown against us on the opposite side. How our front seven bottles up the run game will be pertinent in winning this week's matchup, and those three will be the key of that. Kyler Baugh, Trill Carter, Mariano Sorimarin, I know that they're going to step it up, and I can't wait to see it happen. So that is the key players. That's the key points. That's the key matchups. That is the keys. You officially have them. DJ Khaled gave it to you. I got the keys. You got the keys. Gophers, we got to bring it home. We need a victory versus Illinois in order to get out there and truly want to win this West. It starts this weekend. 
That's going to do it for us on today's show of Lockdown Golden Gophers. Again, I'm Kane Robb. Please subscribe to the YouTube podcast or wherever you get your podcasts and find us at Lockdown Golden Gophers tomorrow. I don't know what we're going to talk about tomorrow, but it's going to be something you don't want to miss. And again, we will be talking about the Big Ten Media Days basketball conference this week as well. So be sure to tune in. Be sure to subscribe. I'll see you. Roll the boat. Sky you ma. Go Gophers.